T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Daniel Jones brings his team to the line in his first playoff start he played like a great player tonight. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. And the New York Giants are on to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Okay. Inside the 7 o'clock hour on the fan, Keith McPherson, your nighttime host, on a Friday night, a football Friday. Let's take some calls. Let's talk about all the games and the players and the spreads and the props and what we expect and what we're doing this weekend. I know you all probably have plans or are still making your plans, and if you're planning on driving down I-95, do it. Do it. And keep your eye on those tickets. Maybe some pop up tomorrow, and that changes your decision, but... The Giants knock off the Eagles this close to home, and you could have went, and you didn't. You might feel some regret. You might feel some type of way. This could be one that you remember forever, or it could be forgettable. Let's go to the phones. Let's see what they're talking about. I got my guy Josh in the Bronx on the line. You know that. What's up, Josh? I'm telling you, Keith, I was listening to you last night. I was, you know, you were right on everything. You know, like the New York Lottery, you got to be in it to win it. Yep. And, you know, here we are, Keith, man, 24 hours, man. You know, it's like the nerves are building. Everything is going, man. You know, I wish everybody a happy weekend and enjoy the, the playoffs, man. What can I tell you? When we get there, we get there. What can I tell you? Coming up. Whoever. Yes, sir. Thanks Enjoy for your it. call, Josh. Appreciate I'm you always. man. Thank you. Bye. 25 hours. Soon to be 24. And that, like, this, it, the time moves slow. Maybe you're cracking one open tonight. You're going to have a couple sips to pass the time. So you just go to sleep, wake up a little later tomorrow. Next thing you know, you're getting ready to go. And, I mean, if you're driving down, drive down early. You know, don't wait. I think I heard... Someone on air said they were going to leave at like four, but I think that car was actually going to be in the Poconos. They're a little closer, but 
always give yourself more time. That There's my little tip for you. I've been to a ton of games, and if you're driving, and especially if you're going to enemy territory or a stadium that you're not familiar with, get there early, right? Um, if you are an away team and the game starts at 8, don't pull up to that parking lot at 7 o'clock. <laughs> it's going to be madness by then. People are going to be drinking all day. They're going to be camped out and set up. You you don't want to show up an hour or two hours before the game. Honestly, you want to go and be parked like four hours before the game so you can watch it all develop, watch it all unfold, keep your head on a swivel, and uh, you know watch your back and see what, what's going on out there. It's, it's going to be a fun environment. I would never step into that environment, though. I'm not a fan of either team. Actually, I'm a fan of a team in the division, the other team in the division that's playing. And uh, that's why I'm going to enjoy this one so much. I don't care who wins, to be honest. I, I'd rather the Giants win, and I think I'm going to bet the Giants because I, I don't I don't want any Eagles money. And one of my betting rules is to never bet on the Eagles because there's been plenty of times where the Eagles start rolling, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go and take the Eagles, and they don't come through. I really would love it to be a Giants-Cowboys NFC championship in Dallas. And if that's the case, I might take a look at a flight and some tickets to step into that environment. I think last night or a couple nights ago, I was saying it's been too long. I think the last time I went to AT&T Stadium, Jerry World, was like 2015. And I was a lot younger and just in a different place in my life. Um, I think I talked about sneaking in. Jack Daniels shooters because I just didn't have any money. There was no way I was going to go in there and, and buy drinks. And, uh, of course, the Cowboys lost. I think they lost to the Falcons that day. And their fans took over Jerry World. And you know what? Jerry World is a safe place. They got 80,000, 90,000 people in there, and it's safe. There's a bunch of security and just regular civilians looking out for each other. I just, I don't know. I hear all this talk about what somebody's going to do. Nobody's going to do anything. And if they do, they're stupid. Film them. I heard Tiki Barber say this morning, uh, what's your name? Where do you work? Like, get their information. Like, anyone that attacks someone in a public place like that, in a, a playoff game, NFL game setting, you got to be an idiot. You got to be so dumb to think that you could do that. Parking lot is one thing. Parking lot is one thing. But in the stadium, everybody can see everyone and everything, and uh, you should feel just fine going on. Uh, to root your team, going down to root, root on your team. You should feel fine about that. You should feel great about that, honestly. Rich is in Tom's River, New Jersey. Probably a quicker drive to Lincoln Financial. What's up, Rich? A little bit. How you doing, Keith? Like the show. Love it. Thanks, man. Uh, Thanks for calling. Listen, I'm I'm jacked up for the, the game, man. Um, but I'm 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 pretty uh, I'm pretty even kill here. I, I think. Uh, look, excited about the opportunity. I would love to hand the Eagles and their god-awful animal fans a loss in their building. Uh, but that said, man, the pressure is on the Eagles to perform here. If I'm Brian Dable, and listen, I've been listening all week um, to the fans and, you know, the, the, the station trying to, like, summons that nostalgia from the old Giants game. I hope they're not, I hope they're not feeding into that inside the Giants building because if I'm Brian Dable, I'm telling my guys, look, we're about to go into – you know, unholy territory against a team, our, one of our hated rivals, who's walking around with their chest out, cocky, same as their fans. And if I'm him, I'm telling these guys, look, we need to pull these guys to the deep end. The pressure's on them. Make no mistakes. And hopefully we're walking out of there with a victory. And yeah. uh, I think they believe they can do it. That's why I look at this line at seven and a half. 
and I think that's a lot of points to give to give this team right now um, on, on a game like this. What do you think? Yeah, I think that line coming out at 7.5 is disrespect to the Giants, and I think they like that disrespect, and they've been pretty good at covering the spread all year. They've been underdogs and under underestimated the whole way, and I don't think that those guys in the locker room are thinking too much about 2007 and 2011. Most of those guys were kids. When those um, Super Bowls happened, I'm sure they watched them. Maybe some of those guys were Giants fans, but I think the message in there is, hey, this team's not going to beat us three times, right? We lost to them in the regular season. This is not the regular season. We're coming off a win on the road. They're coming off the couch. Let's go in there and take this game. We can't go in there. That's what I'm passing. talking about, Keith. <laughs> we can't Let's go, in go there. Keith. That's what I'm talking about. You gotta put the blue jersey on, buddy. <laughs> nah, nah. We're definitely not ever getting me to do that. <laughs> All right, look. Um we'll we'll talk next week when we're playing the NFC championship game. How about that? Awesome, Rich. Thanks for the call. Call me then. Brian Dable is a football guy. He's a football coach. He's coached in a ton of big games. He actually has coached Jalen Hurts. And I'm sure he's familiar with some other players on the Eagles as well. And when he's talking to his guys and he's preparing his guys, I'm sure they're super confident. The way they looked in practice this week, they're vibing. They, you know, I said last night it rained, so they had the indoor practice. They could blast the music a little louder, right? You get the acoustics in there. You get, get a little more of an echo in there. The team's dancing. You know why they're dancing? Because no one thought they'd be here and they are. And so even when you say they're playing with house money or whatever, it's not so much that they're playing with house money. It's that they know that they have evolved. They know that they have gotten healthy. They know that they have all of the guys that they need in that locker room, and they play for each other. It's a division rivalry, and I think they know that they also have the advantage with the coaching staff. I will take the Giants coaching staff in year one over Nick Sirianni and his guys. Nick Sirianni hasn't won a playoff game. Brian Dable has now. Jalen Hurts hasn't won a playoff game. Danny Dimes has now. Excuse me, Danny Dollars has now Saquon legacy game for you bud and you know that Saquon wants to play in these games he wants to get to a Super Bowl he understands what it takes he knows he has to be the guy he's a number two overall pick that has gone through injuries and people doubting him and he said before the season stay where you are don't jump back on this side when I start doing my thing and when things start going right for the Giants if you counted us out stay there It seems like there are a lot of people that talk about the NFL, that look at the NFL now, that are looking at the Giants as a threat to the Eagles. Jalen Hurts' shoulder. I mean, I keep hearing about his shoulder. We'll see. We'll see if if he's ready to go. He's going to be a threat running the ball. They're going to run him because it's potentially their last game of the season, and it would be way more embarrassing for them to lose. The pressure is on them, and pressure busts pipes. you got to think about the fact that they're at home, coming off the bye, And if this game doesn't go their way right away, all this talk about how tough their fans are, they're they're not going to be so tough. Joe is in Colonia next up on the fan. What's up, Joe? Hey, Keith. Thanks for taking my call. It's funny you brought up the bleacher creatures. I don't know if you remember this, but in uh, 98, the reporters asked Tony Gwynn, what was your favorite moment about Yankee Stadium? And he said, leaving. He said the fans in the outfield were brutal. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, all this talk all week, I'm like, I don't think anyone has once mentioned, like, what we do in Yankee Stadium to opposing teams and opposing fans. Our reputation well, he, is the worst. Well, he said he was in the outfield and people were pour, pouring beer 
on top of uh, Padre fans, and he said the police were sitting there laughing. He goes, he couldn't believe it. No comment. I wasn't there. That was before no, my time. That, Maybe exactly. Down. No comment at all. But I actually called you, and you kind of answered my question about uh, the Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence. You don't see them pe- uh, beating Kansas City at all, right? I can't see it now. What I will say is Kansas City has been suspect, but they were suspect in the regular season, right? They had a close game with the Texans. They had close games right. all year where it's like they're supposed to have the best quarterback in the league and the best tight end in the league. Yeah. They should just be rolling over teams, but they didn't lose those games. Uh, I, don't, I just don't think that Trevor Lawrence and this Jaguars team is ready to walk into Arrowhead and face Pat Mahomes and those guys. This is what these guys do. Mahomes never has played a road playoff game. Like they're they're gonna be they're they're gonna be so turned up. Their fans are gonna be loud and they're gonna be ready to go. Uh, I just don't I'll see the Jaguars doing it. Yeah, of course Arrowhead's gonna be loaded with the red, the fans. But my other question to you is, why can the Bengals have Burrow, San Francisco have um, a probably butcher Purdy? Yep, Brock and Purdy. Trevor Lawrence with the Jaguars. Why can't the damn Jets get a friggin' quarterback to do the same thing? I don't understand I'm glad that. you brought that up because at some point tonight I was going to go to uh, Dove Kleiman's tweet that came out today about Zach Wilson. Like, Not only did the Jets mess up as far as drafting him at number two um, with his skill set and his lack of like, right. he, I'm hearing that this guy was late to meetings. Uh, Dove Kleiman put out, Zach Wilson was late to meetings, screwing around at meetings, and not having the right attitude. Well, and I also heard, I don't know how true it is, I heard it on the fan that other veteran quarterbacks that are retired called them and said, oh, let me give you some help, and he didn't want the help. Yeah, I can't believe that. Like, that that blows my mind. This kid, and, and you know, I, I, I don't know where it comes from, but I, we all remember when Booger McFarland said that he's entitled and he tried to say it's because he grew up with money. I don't know if I don't know what kind of money you have to come into the NFL at 22 exactly. years old and look at grown men and have that much arrogance. I just I, I don't uh, get that. Like that's a football thing I that don't, I don't understand. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You got to have respect. You got to have respect for these guys in the NFL that have done it before you longer than you. Respect for your coaches, your teammates, and I knew exactly. I knew when he disrespected the media. You know, Brian yeah. Costello and Rich Samini and those guys, when he said, yeah, nobody outside this building knows what they, they're talking about. I took offense to that. I'm like, I played a little ball. I, I can clearly watch your film and tell you don't know what to do. And, and I'll tell you what it is. I'm fi- I don't know your age. I'm 56. But at my job, we have these young guys that come in and don't want to know nothing about the old timers. They want to do their own thing. Like I, Like I said, I don't know your age, but I think it has to do with I'm the not 23. I, I just don't understand how how he. And you know what it is? He, he he. I don't know what he was when he was coming out of high school, but he was a three year starter at BYU, and everybody just told him he's yeah. the man. He's the man. I knew there was an issue this summer when it's like, oh, his ex girlfriend is writing on Instagram that he uh, uh, hooked up with uh, his mom's friend, and he like played into that instead of just completely ignoring that. I'm like, this kid's not focused uh, on football, and, and you're and not I, good what, enough to be playing around like that. And I thought, me to being a dummy I am, I figured, you know what, maybe he's that cocky and he's that good. Well, you know what, he was that cocky, but he ain't that good. It's, that's so and I empty. Like, I just don't understand how you, how, how you can come into the NFL 
and you like your first game in MetLife Stadium. I'll never get over that. I think I've referenced referenced it twenty times. I went there and watched this kid throw three interceptions his first three attempts. I wanted to leave. Yeah, yeah I, and that kid is walking around cocky and arrogant, walking around the building like he's done something. He's terrible. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know if it's the. I can't even say he's the younger guys because Purdy, he, you know, he's playing like he's a veteran. I don't yeah. understand because he he came in as Mister Irrelevant out of Iowa exactly. State, probably super humble, just happy to be yeah. in the NFL. And then Kyle he, Shanahan saw what he what he could do, and he's like, "Stick with me, kid." You know, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo is going to get hurt at some point. I'll have you ready to go. You know what it is maybe when these new quarterbacks come in, they need a boot in the ass or something. I don't know. I don't yeah, get it. Absolutely, and I think the culture has changed. Thanks for the call, Joe. When I went to school, I went to James Madison University out of high school. And I remember the first week, week and a half, playing quarterback, I didn't get a red jersey. What's a red jersey? The red jersey means don't touch the quarterback. But you're a freshman. You got to come in here and earn your stripes. You got to come in here and show us you can play. You got to come in here and show us you can learn the offense and run the offense. And you're going to run for your life, but we're going to let these guys tee off on you. And then once you show us you're tough, then we'll get you a red jersey. And I earned my red jersey. I remember that day going to my locker and seeing that red jersey. I was so happy. It's like, whoo, now I'm not going to get tagged in practice. <laughs> Somebody should have lit Zach Wilson up, but they couldn't because he's the number two overall pick coming out of BYU. This kid thinks he's uh, the man and he's done nothing in the league that doesn't work in the NFL. It doesn't really work anywhere in the world. Keith McPherson on the fan. I got to take a break. Call me up 877-337-6666. You're listening to the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
in New York. It's your turn to cause trouble. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we were just talking Zach Wilson before the break, and when I put that Dove Climbing tweet in my notes, it was earlier this morning, and now I've gone back to the tweet, and there's a bunch of quote tweets and people trying to refute what Jordan Schultz had to say, and I think Zach Blatt had to say, but since that Zach Blatt article came out um, for The Athletic a couple days ago with the um, Elijah Moore telling uh, Matt LaFleur to F off or whatever he said, all season, I was wondering what was going on in Florham Park inside that building. I don't know what to believe. I don't know who to believe. And when you don't know what to believe and who to believe, that means there's a mix of everything. There's some truth to everything. There's two sides to every story. And some people say Zach Wilson works hard. Some people said Zach Wilson was never late to a meeting. But for me, why would so many guys on that team decide that they were going to support the backup to the point where they're wearing shirts endorsing him? Why were guys right after the game liking tweets against this young man? It's more than your play on the field. It's more than your your work ethic. There had to be something, and he showed us. He showed us arrogance when he talked to the media, and he said, I believe no one outside of this building knows anything about football. or Not exactly that. He said something like, no one outside of this building knows what they're talking about. And that's that's foolish for a young person to say. You're telling you're telling me everyone outside of the Jets organization? <laughs> you play for the Jets. You're telling me everyone outside of the Jets organization doesn't know what they're talking about in regards to football and how you play the game? So where there's smoke, there's fire. And I think that uh there's definitely some truth to that. And Zach Wilson, I don't know, he he shouldn't be getting away and reading a book and forgetting about football. He should be in the lab every day. He should be working on something every day, watching film every day. So, you know, Connor Hughes came out and said that the issues with Zach Wilson were on the field. Only thing off it was his personality, his accountability, pre-benching, rub some people the wrong way. But there's more to that. They're, you know what they're trying to do? They're just trying to put the fire out because Zach Wilson's name pops up all the time. And they want to try to find a way to get something out of this number two overall pick that I think they've already, uh, you know, attached $36 million to. He's, like, guaranteed that much money. They want to be able to turn him into an NFL quarterback, but he's got to want to turn into an NFL quarterback. He's got to wake up every day and make that his mission. And there was just too many different little distractions, too many things. I guess this guy, I saw him at Yankee Stadium, and sure, he can go to a baseball game, but it's like, you should lay low. You should be a little lower until you're ready to show us what you can do on the field. Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones locked in over these last couple years. Daniel Jones wasn't going uh, away on the bye week. Daniel Jones is the first one in the building, eating breakfast, studying film, hitting the weights, working out, throwing extra routes. Like Somebody's got to get with Zach Wilson. And, uh, you know, I know Joe called and said that he heard, like, older quarterbacks were trying to call and, and give him um, some type of game, some type of knowledge. I, I think it's a mix of both. I think there's no way you can actually be in the film room that much. There's no way you can be that committed to your craft and then not be able to complete screen passes, not be able to hit wide receivers with three to four yards of separation. This is the NFL. And, and now... We're, we're in a world where 
These high school kids have quarterback coaches. These college kids are NFL ready. You know, speaking of college kids, I don't know if you guys heard the story. This kid that was supposed to go to the Gators, Jaden Rashada, and his NIL didn't work out. This kid, okay, so Rashada was is the highest rated um, signee for the Florida Gators. It's funny, I just went and saw their campus uh, this past year on my way to Jacksonville driving up from spring training. I just wanted to see UF. I wanted to see Gainesville. And this kid... Asked for a release after a reported $13 million NIL deal fell through. $13 million for a high school senior to go play college football? What has the NCAA turned into? When I was playing college football, I was happy that I had Pell Grant and, and, and free meals at the dining hall. $13 million before the kid even... We don't even know if he gets on campus and, and earns a starting job, but he can be a millionaire based off of what he did in high school? This stuff is nuts. With the transfer portal, I, I transferred. I transferred from JMU to Monmouth, and I had to sit out a year. Was ineligible. Well, you transferred. You got to sit out. That was the rule back then. Now these kids are transferring, and boom, they're in the starting lineup. These kids are transferring, and they're taking the biggest NIL deal they can get. That's what's getting them to leave school. Deion Sanders is at Colorado. Bunch of kids transferring into there to play for Deion. He just got the number one cornerback in this recruiting recruiting class, and he had the one from last year. Everybody wants to learn how to play corner from the best corner of all time. It's madness. And what do we expect these kids to be when they come into the NFL? Talking about Zach Wilson. This kid is an 18-year-old quarterback going to be a freshman in college with $13 million. And he's, I think they said now he's, he's trying to go to Miami because this fell through. Insanity. Rashad is from California, was originally committed to Miami before flipping his commitment to Florida. He received offers from pretty much all five Power Five conferences. The Gators are thin at quarterback position, and now he's off the board. So it, it has become something that it was never supposed to become. And I, and I was all for student athletes getting paid. I think in critical discourse, I, I, I had a, a speech that I gave on why student athletes should be paid. And I really was speaking from my own position. Like, yo, I don't, I don't got any bread. Like we got to wake up, go lift, go to the dining hall, eat, go to 8 a.m. classes, be in class all day till the afternoon, go to practice, practice at night, go back to the dorm, do homework, study, and wake up and do the same thing. We don't have time to work. But now they're talking about these high school kids coming in with a $13, $13 million worth of name, image, and likeness deals. I get that these kids should be compensated, right, because these schools are making money. But that is crazy, and I think you're going to see some type of cap put on that. You can't have these kids coming in with $13 million. Then they get in the NFL, and they, what are they going to be in the NFL? They're going to look at the NFL money and laugh. I was making 13 mil my freshman year in college. Yikes. Ira is in Staten Island, on Staten Island. I always got to remember to say on Staten Island. You can't be in. You're on the island. What's up, Ira? There you go. How are you, Keith? How are you? I'm good. You know, yeah, you're, you're right about the money with these kids. I mean, God bless them, but it's just the whole thing. It's it's it's, it's not right. But you, you were mentioning this whole Zach Wilson thing, and, you know, when there's stuff that starts coming out, when all the dirty laundry is after a collapse like they had after six losses, um, I, I get it about the whole Zach Wilson talk. 
But in my books, he's not going to be on this team come the end of August. You know, they're going to wait for a quarterback to go down, and they're going to trade this guy at the end of August, and then they'll get out of it. And, you know, I mean, I'm hoping for Derek Carr. But for Zach Wilson, it's amazing with that they blew this, this second pick in the draft. I mean, they got wild with his arm talent and his mobility and all this stuff. But the background and the character stuff, they totally – they didn't do their homework on this kid. Yep. And, it, and and you see it. You play ball. I play ball. You know, if your teammates don't like you, you know, what went on in that locker room, it, it's very clear that, the, that that room was divided and Salah totally lost his team when he allowed them to wear those T-shirts on the way to Minnesota. Because if I was a head coach, even though the team was backing Mike White – there's no way they're all wearing Mike White t-shirts getting on a plane. No way. Take those off, fellas. Hey, hey, fellas, we're not doing that here. That was cute walking in, but um, I'd either collect those shirts or tell them, hey, put them away. I don't I don't want to see that. You know, yeah, we, we all love Mike. Mike is great. He works hard. He practices hard. And he's not a number two overall pick like like Zach, but we're a team here. We're for everybody, right? Positive. It wasn't, wasn't his mantra positive vibes only? That that's exactly right, and this all gas no break or whatever that term, you know he he sold he sold that to the Jets, but guess what? They use that in San Francisco and Green Bay, so he didn't yeah, got to come up with your own stuff, and it's got to fit the guys that you're looking in their eyes every week and getting ready. You can't you can't you can't bring something from somewhere else and try and match it to the team. They got to have their own identity. They got to come up with their own mantra, and uh, they're and, searching and, right now. And then just a question for you. I don't know if you feel the way I feel. You know, they got they have the bells and whistles with the Garrett Wilsons and the Source Gardeners and the Tuckers in the hall. But at the end of the day, this offensive coordinator job is not the most desirable job because, number one, you don't have a quarterback signed yet. I mean, they will get one. But number two, whoever's coming here, it's probably, it's probably going to be a one and done because if Salah don't make the playoffs next year, they're all going to go. Yeah. Yeah, I, I alluded to that last night. Who wants to jump on a sinking ship? And I saw today that they interviewed the Browns wide receiver coach, passing game coordinator Chad O'Shea. They're gonna have to get a guy even lower than that, like a, a, a guy, like a guy that is unknown that is looking to step up. Like if you're a wide receiver coach, passing coordinator, you'd be stepping up to become an offensive coordinator. But then, what does that do for the Jets? You need someone with yeah. experience. You need someone that has has done this, that has called plays in the NFL, that knows how to deal with quarterbacks, that if you plan on keeping Zach Wilson in that quarterback room, can look at his film and, and coach him up and tell him what to do. I, I think the Zach Wilson damage in that locker room and with his teammates is it's it, it, they it's can't done. fix it. They've I, already I, judged him. They already he's twenty two, twenty three coming into the NFL. With all of this money, there's already, you know, you know how they do the rookie hazing and they tell them, hey, get up and tell everybody what your signing bonus bonus is. They do that for a reason, right? And if you don't come in humble and then earn everyone's respect, they they can't even look you in the eye. You're nothing to them. And that was that was nope. clear. That was clear. I think he, uh, I don't know, he's he's got to figure it out this this uh, off season. But like, I don't understand. I, that's why I was saying I don't understand the Jets' attachment to him besides the fact that they messed up the pick. Take, take accountability that Justin Fields was right there and Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields from the time they were in high school, Elite 11, and college were marked as the top two quarterbacks for their age group, their class. And you didn't get the first pick, which you should have had, to get Trevor Lawrence, and you panicked and you took Zach Wilson. It, it's an L. I don't ever see him, for the Jets at least, becoming their starting quarterback. 
I, I, I totally agree with you, and, and I, I, I jumped aboard. You know, once all this wow factor with Wilson, I, I, I was attracted to him. But before that, I was all on Justin Fields, and people talked me out of it. And I tell you right now, if I could do it all over again, I would take Fields in a second. Yeah. Thanks for the call, Ira. Don't really want to talk too much more about the Jets. <laughs> I mean, yo, like, why the, not? But the, does the Jets are? I'm not even a Jets fan, but they're so frustrating and Inc- incredibly frustrating. That they're, they're, they're a frustrating thing, a team. And real quick, obviously, this is a Giants night. We all got that. But while we're on it, I don't know how good Justin Fields is either. And and I'm trying to be fair about it. Like he, I, I know they have no weapons in Chicago, but they did trade for Clint, for Chase Claypool, and he just looked awful. Like, I'm sorry. Running the ball is something else for me. I was going to say, if he didn't get hurt, he breaks the record for a quarterback running the ball. He breaks Lamar's record. Right. Because I, and I get that's where it's going. And I think it's a fascinating discussion on the Lamar Jackson front. And if Lamar is going to resign with the Ravens. Justin Fields is a big dude. And if not, is there a way that Lamar Jackson, like what would would the Jets give up for for Lamar? I think that's a conversation for the offseason, obviously. Yeah. And I think that conversation has cooled down a little bit because right now the the Ravens have spoken out to say he's our quarterback and we're confident that we can re-sign him. Yeah. And uh, I've heard Tiki Barber say, no one loves you like your mama. They drafted him. They took a chance on him, if you remember that draft. I also I understand that, but they but he also then decided not to play through whatever injury he's going through. So we through. think. So we, so, right. And, that's, and he also doesn't have an agent, which doesn't help his cause because he has to get everything out there. And this is the one time where having an agent would probably be a smart thing for him to do. Because when you want to get your message out, it's tough doing that through Twitter and Instagram like he does. I think that was immature. And I think that's just a sign of the times. That's what these young guys do. I spoke to the other night. I'm like, isn't it hilarious that we have social media? And back when, like, you know, Jeter was playing, he he was so private with everything. It took him a while to do social media even in his retirement. But now sure. these young kids have grown up with social media. And right, it's, like, it's second nature. It's their way to express themselves. It's their way to speak to the world when they feel like they got to get a message out. You don't know. He could have just saw that meme and was like, yeah, that's how I'm feeling. And I want to share that. Meanwhile, he's having negotiations for millions about his future deal with the Ravens. Right. It's so it's weird. And nobody knows the truth. You had Mort say that he turned down $200 million guaranteed, that he wants $235 million guaranteed. Nobody... And it is what it is. Nobody knows that. But I do wonder. I think the Lamar to the Jets will pick up some steam if he doesn't re-sign in short order with the Ravens. And I wonder, like, when you have a guy that doesn't travel with the team to a playoff game. They said he was and, sick. They said he was under the weather. Uh, I mean, they're going to say that. They're, 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 that's what I'm saying. We don't they're trying know. To, well, they're trying to protect his, the guy, which is fine. But he didn't travel with the team. We don't know how injured he is. We don't know if he has a torn Achilles or if he had a thigh bruise like Kawhi had when Kawhi forced his way out of San Antonio. So nobody knows his injury. Nobody knew. Nobody still knows. So it's tough for me to judge a guy's... uh, And there's nothing against his character off the field because off the field, he's great. In the community, we've seen all the videos he does with kids at hospitals and the whole nine. But for his character on the field, I I don't know what to think of this Lamar Jackson. And that, and that's I think what he I was, was smart. <laughs> Honestly, I think he no, was smart. So if he's protecting himself just because he wants to get paid, that's fine. I respect him for it. But it's a little ding. Uh, it's a it's a little ding that you want that you're valuing money over team. Nah, not in the, not in the league, not in the league. He doesn't have a guaranteed deal. He doesn't have his next contract. He could go out there and his career could be over. Sure. 
I, 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 like, I get where he's coming team? from. I get it. I get it, but it's, you know, there's no I in team. It's the whole me before us. And yeah, again, but this I would love school, Lamar. Because you know? if Lamar comes to the Jets, I th- they're immediate playoff team, obviously. So I would love it. But I don't. But I do think about those things. I mean, obviously, I shouldn't. And the Giants have a huge playoff game tomorrow. But whatever. Okay, while we're talking about players and what we think and what we know and even players we don't like and speculating, there's a guy I have a problem with on the Eagles. I've got a big problem with this guy. And I've had it for the last couple years since I saw him. His name's Zach McPherson. But he spells his first and last name wrong. His first name, Zach, is spelled Zek, like tech. Z-E-C-H. Zach McPherson. His, his full name is Zechariah. And then his last name, McPherson, has an A in it. Ew, we don't do that. M-C-P-H-E-A-R-S-O-N. What is going on here? I, I got a problem with that guy. I, I can't I, I can't endorse it. He's from Maryland, <laughs> went to Penn State. Uh, transferred to Penn State from Texas Tech. When he steps on the field, I'm booing this man. I don't know what he's got going on, but when I saw that McPherson with an A in it on the back of his jersey, I said, is that a typo? Get him a, a different jersey. No, they spelled this man's first and last name wrong. So we got to take a break here, folks, which is, I feel like the last 30 minutes, we did everything but talk about Giants-Eagles, which is cool because obviously we, we've done that all week, every day, all day. So we'll get back into that conversation after we take this break. 877-337-6666. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown. Wow, what a catch by the rookie. Ridiculous. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Football Friday on the fan. Let's get to these calls. 877-337-6666. We talked about everything but the Giants and Eagles, so let's get back into that conversation. We're coming up on 8 o'clock, 8.15, and it's pretty much 24 hours until kickoff. Now we're really counting down. Now it gets really real. Now you're really getting excited and getting the butterflies and thinking about where you're going to place your bets and Last minute, people are thinking if they really do want to go to the game or if they want to stay at home, and that's fun. It's fun to still be in the playoffs. It's fun to be in the dance. It's fun to be in the divisional round. Let's go to Tony and Beth Page on the fan. What's up, Tony? Yeah, what's up, Keith? How you doing tonight? I'm good, man. Thanks for calling. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Cowboy fan just like you, and, uh, you know, I about with the Giants, you know what? Like you said earlier, I'd love to see them in the next round, you know, just that rivalry that they have. And with the Cowboys, I just need them to play four good quarters. I can't have them fall apart like they have in certain quarters at certain times. So I'm rooting for the Cowboys. And you know what? I'd like to see the Giants win, you know, because come over to our side and, uh, then we'll beat them. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, you know what? and I think that's okay, right? You, you're a New Yorker. You live in New York. You root for the Cowboys. Same with me. But at the same time, you can respect what the Giants have done this year, right? They were Absolutely. doormats. And they, they, they've completely Absolutely. turned it around. Like, and, and I think having respect for your rivals and your opponents is perfectly fine. 
And being able to like recognize a good story in the NFL, even if it's a team that you've hated at times if you, and you've wanted to beat at times, that's okay to be said. But, yeah, I'm Absolutely. with you. And you know what? To Giant fans, you know what? I don't – hey, that's your team. They, they're like a Cinderella right now. And yeah. I think you should just ride that wave, you know? I'm happy for them. But you know what? On the same token, I'm a Cowboy fan. I respect you guys and good luck or whatever happens. But I'm I'm confident in my team with San Francisco, you know, yeah. as you said. Yeah. We gotta stop the run and let that Purdy be a rookie and hopefully Parsons and our nice defensive line don't get penalties and we put pressure. And thank you for the call, Keith, and keep it up. Doing a great job. Thank you, Tony. How about them Cowboys? I'll say this about the Dallas game. They have to be able to put together back-to-back good games. Uh, I saw um, Andrew Perloff walking out. He saw me in my Cowboys gear, and he's like, you know, asking me about the game. And I tell him, I'm like, listen, I have bets on the Niners because that's as soon as that game, as soon as that game happened Monday, I started putting bets on the Niners just to see where the money was going, and uh, also for my own sanity, my own heart. I guess this is the Evan Roberts move, right? You you load up on the team you're playing against, where if the team loses and you're crushed about the season ending or if the team embarrasses you or, you know, has a, a hard fart, a hard fart, a hard fought game. Do we have to dump that, Paulie? <laughs> I'm looking at Paulie through the glass. It's like, what did you just say? A hard fought game. If they have a, a hard fought game, but they lose on a field goal or a last, you know, minute drive. You want that extra, you know, a couple hundred in uh, your your betting account to make you feel better about it. But nothing's going to make you feel better about your season ending. Nothing's going to make you feel better about going into the offseason. And for the Dallas Cowboys, they have all the horses. They have just as much talent as the 49ers. I don't know if they have better coaches than the 49ers, but I think it's close. I think Dan Quinn is a good coach. I think Kellen Moore is rising as a coach. And I think Mike McCarthy is all right. And, and, and you can't say he's not a winner. Um, it's going to be a good game, and it's going to be the last game of the night, Sunday night, last game of the weekend, and it's a rivalry that we've seen from years, you know, in in the past. We saw it last year, and it was the Niners going to Jerry World and beating the Cowboys. Garoppolo did next to nothing, and they still won because Dak was just in the twilight zone. He was in outer space, missing open receivers. They couldn't really move the ball. Then when they had that last drive, Everybody remembers the clock running out on them and the ref moving the ball and them not being able to spike it and uh, Dak running the ball. They called a, a quarterback run and there's like no time left. It was a mess. You hear Tony Romo like, yeah, they're they're good. They're good here. Oh, no, they're not. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Can't have that embarrassment again. And I get the idea that the Dallas Cowboys, because I do watch their media too. I don't talk about it on air, but I do watch their YouTube and I'm a fan of the Dallas Cowboys. It's like, kill me like it is what it is I, I picked the team when I was five I've been over it a bunch I'm never going to change and you shouldn't either keep your loyalty even if you leave New York and you move to the middle of Dallas Texas still be a Giants fan Jets fan but when I watch their YouTube I really try to get a read on the players and during the season they weren't looking as locked in as this Michael Parsons Dak Prescott and they know they said last year when they lost to the Niners at home like that they use that pain as fuel for the offseason into this season. They want the rematch. Micah Parsons said, well, we're going to have to face them at some point anyway, right? They're not going anywhere. The Niners have been good. They've been going to the playoffs. They've been going to Super Bowls. 
if if we want to be a Super Bowl team, if we want to be a top team in the NFC, we're going to run into them anyway. Why not right now? I'd rather it sooner rather than later. And this is a guy in his, you know, second year in the league, one of the best players in the league, Dak Prescott in his seventh year in the league, who's had plenty of disappointments, plenty of letdowns. And Dak Prescott knows, can't turn the ball over. And he very well might. You might as well go bet on that prop bet. Before we get to the end of the show tonight, I'll definitely throw out my prop bets. It's probably like Dak Prescott, like, I don't know. It's probably probably negative for him to throw. It's probably negative 115 or something for him to throw a pick in that game. He probably will because Joey Bosa's on that D-line and Eric Armstead and uh, the Wards out there. and um, they, they, have, they have a great defense, and they're probably going to pick Dak off because Dak is going to take chances and he's going to throw to his receivers – and if he's if he's jittery like he was in the beginning of the Tampa game, like he wasn't accurate in that beginning of that Tampa game. He threw a screen pass and missed to CeeDee Lamb. There's no excuses for missing those screen passes. I remember playing quarterback in college. We used to just drill those. They're easy passes. They're behind the line of scrimmage. <laughs> you got to be able to hit those. That's why I always talk about Zach Wilson. When he airmailed that screen pass to Berrios over his head, it's like, what are you doing? Like People are watching this. I really think that Dallas has a shot. But it's all going to hinge on on Brock Purdy. He is the key. If that kid continues to not look like a kid, not look like a rookie, and lights them up, hey, it is what it is. But they have to make him look like a rookie. They have to introduce him to Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence. And they have to heat him up, and they have to disguise coverage. And the 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 Dallas defense has been pretty good. Dan Quinn probably will leave after this year, and uh, I, I can't wait for the game. I put most of my money on. The Niners, but I saw Mattress, Mattress Mac put uh, $2 million on Dallas straight up to beat the 49ers. I don't know if you believe in Mattress Mac. He you know, he cashed on, obviously, the Houston Astros, but then he also bet on TCU, Texas guy. I don't, I don't know. He's, he's uh, you know, a mattress king that throws millions of dollars on Texas teams. And sometimes he hits, sometimes he doesn't. Keith McPherson on the fan. 877-337-6666. We're going to the 8 o'clock hour. You've got me for less than an hour. I'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.